today's Leading Women episode 209 with the wonderful Charvonique Fortune. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Charbonique Renee Fortune. Charbonique Renee Fortune is an animation creative specializing in character animation and directing, character design, animation development, and pitch materials. Fueled by her imagination and love for the craft, Charbonique founded Charbonique Studios as a means to bring her signature characters and unconventional stories to life. Charbonique is currently focusing her attention on her second venture, T-Mode, a fan-sized anime, gaming, and Japanese culture event in the Washington, D.C. metro area, as well as her newest venture, Shop Me Beautiful, a personal beauty shopping service. So women of the world, Ms. Charbonique Renee Fortune, welcome to the show. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Charbonique, I really like what you're doing with your businesses, three of them. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and type about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind a niche? Well, with Charbonique Studios, I've always been very passionate about cartoons. And I realized that I wanted to become an animator. So I didn't intentionally mean to actually start an animation studio. It was more so I had my own ideas for animated shows and cartoons that I wanted to produce, and I felt that in order to do it the way I wanted to do it, I had to go out on my own. Um, with Timo, the focus with that is it's funny how everything I do relate to each other in a way. Since I love animation, I started attending anime conventions, which is Japanese animation. And from there, um, with my husband, we started Timo. And he was originally in charge of it. And then, and I was more like in the background 
um, doing things like working on the website and stuff like that. He had passed away, and then I decided to take over the business and continue it. And the way I'm doing it is actually different from how he intended it. He pictured Timo being like a larger gaming convention. And I picture it more being smaller scale, more personal, more friendly. Um, and that's the focus of Timo, making sure everyone feels happy and meet new people and things like that. With Shop Me Beautiful, I got into that through Timo because I was promoting the event and I did not know how to do makeup. I was never into makeup. I just had no interest in it. So I'm sort of a late, a really late bloomer when it comes to that. So I needed to dress up for a promotional event for Timo. And it was a costume, uh, basically. And I didn't know how to do my makeup. So I started to learn and research makeup and beauty and how to apply it and buying products. And from there, I noticed I was really good at buying a lot of limited edition sold out items. It was probably from playing a lot of video games, I guess a lot of fast finger movement <laughs> because the um, beauty products, they sell out very, very quickly, like some of them within seconds. So I started to turn that into a business because um, I'm a member of makeup forms and polish groups and things like that. And I will always see people be so upset because an item they wanted to purchase sold out, you know, so quickly. And then I decided to, since I was really good at it, to help them get the products and beauty items that they wanted. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business, you know, how they evolve and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners are as well. You are really the epitome of a, a businesswoman, of a, a superwoman, I should say. And I love that you, you, you know, how this three intertwine together, you know, the Shervenique Studios, because of your uh, creativity, you already love um, cartoons, and then you went into the animation of these, and then you have this this the T mode um, business with your husband that you took over with, and then based on on, on a need there with now um, shop me beautiful came into existence because of your need for you know makeups and beauty and oh my god I, I feel like wow that's the, that's the entrepreneurial side of you because we see opportunities we see a need and we jump into it um, and not only for ourselves but for others as well so I love that you shared that Obama what was that defining moment that prompted you to start a business and made you say this is my business wow um, I would have to say for Charbonique Studios, I had a really strong drive to have my animation ideas created. Like, of course, I'm a fan of like Walt Disney, and like, I mentioned a lot of anime films and series, but I had like my own vision to tell certain stories in a way that I 
had seen yet. So I really wanted to make that happen and to produce, you know, my own stories and to get them seen. So I think that passion led me into starting the studio because I just really wanted to see my stories made. With um, Timo, I'd say the defining moment, and this one I actually have to think about. Um, when my husband passed away, I proceeded with the event for that year because he actually passed away before the event happened. But it was already in motion, so I continued it, and we held it for that year. And I wasn't sure if I was going to move forward with it after that. I actually took a year off to decide um, what was I going to do with it, because it was more so his event, and I was just helping. And I think the deciding moment for me to proceed with it was... I realized how much I missed doing the work that I did. I was able to meet so many people and interact with so many various like personalities that I missed it. So I had decided to go ahead and move forward with it from then on, but I had to change it to make it more me. I didn't want to do like a shadow or version of what my husband did. I had to make it my own. So when I decided how much I miss being a part of the convention and working on it and interacting with the people, that's when I decided to move forward with it. With Shop Me Beautiful, I have to say the deciding moment to start that as a business was I would just see it was a particular restock of it was a it's a nail polish brand that is very sought after and it sold out the product sold out in seconds and I was reading so many people being upset about how they missed the item, how they really wanted it, and now they won't be able to have it. And I was actually thinking about starting a service, you know, a personal beauty shopping service for a while, but I have to say that particular restock made me realize that this could actually be something that I could do to help people because it was just so many people were upset and I just felt so bad for them. I thought maybe I could do this and it will help them. Wow, what a defining moment those are. I mean, with Charbonic, it was born out of your passion. And then with T-Mode, you took over after your husband and you found out that you wanted to go back to that that, genre, that, that niche. And then with Shop Me Beautiful, it was born out of a need and seeing how, how people were receptive into it. So thank you for sharing that. For our listeners out there, the takeaway here is sometimes the idea, our business idea is not so apparent. But when we know that we have 
something that we can leverage on. That's more often the birth of a great business idea. So pay attention to those cues, pay attention to those clues that gives you or that happens or on a uh, in your life or in in a day to day basis, for example. And if you're thinking of jumping into business, if you know that they, you do, you have an idea that you want to put out there, test it out, put it out there, and get feedback, and then go from there. So I love that you share those uh, those three moments that. Uh, give birth to your three businesses. Now, your businesses obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out. Okay, for Sharonic Studios, I, from what I noticed, like, okay, growing up, as a kid, like, I love watching cartoons, but I would notice that there weren't a lot of shows that focused on female characters. And when there was a female character, she was generally just a sub-character, not necessarily the lead or the show being about her. So the vision I had was to make animations that would have strong female lead characters. And I also wanted like the design to be colorful and bright and happy and pretty and just very, very nice to look at and a strong story where you want to see what these characters are going through and that you will come back in and, you know, you're concerned about what they're going to do next. So just very good storytelling, strong visual with strong female leads is how I vision my animation for Charbonique Studio. For Timo, the vision for that came about because as I would attend um, these other anime and gaming conventions, it was a lot of fun. But I noticed like each year they would grow and they would grow and they would become so huge that it wasn't as intimate as I missed. Like you would really like really hang out with people and talk to them and get to know them. But as the events get bigger, it's it's weird. It's like there's so many people, but yet it's still harder to get closer to them. So with Timo, the vision I have is to do the opposite of that. It's intended to stay small. It's intended to create an atmosphere where people feel more comfortable talking to each other, getting to meet each other, and participating and doing things that they may not normally do at a larger venue. And with Shop Me Beautiful, since that's my newest venture, I'm still figuring that one out. But I would say the main vision is to get the beauty product that they that people want to there's an item you know a lipstick that they love or a nail polish that they have to have and they couldn't get it because they were working that day or the item sold out too fast or they just weren't aware of it and want it now it's my vision for that is to make sure 
that they get the item that they want. Wow, what a compelling vision, vision those three are that you've just shared. And the takeaway here for our listeners is to create a vision for yourself and for your business that inspires you, something that encourages you on a daily basis, something that gives you direction. It's really important to have that. And your vision is going to evolve with you as your business grows. So start with something. Start with something that helps you uh, move forward, something that inspires you on a daily basis, especially during those days when there are going to be challenges along the way. And when you know that you are moving forward, when you know that you have something to look forward to, something that inspires you, that's one way of um, not thinking of quitting uh, during those times that you're going to have setbacks along the way. So thank you for sharing those visions so that our listeners can see for themselves how they can create the vision that they want to have in their business and in their life in general. All right, now, Sharvanik, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Let's see. Um, I like challenges. <laughs> I like to push myself more than where I feel comfortable. Um, when I decided to move forward with these three businesses, for whatever reason, I was out of my comfort zone. I didn't know what to expect. I, you know, I don't know what exactly the future will hold for them, but I love to challenge myself because it makes me grow as a person and it pushes me to accomplish more. And I feel like that, you know, will make me proud of myself, that I could see where I was when I started, and I could see the progress that I'm making, and it's something that I can be proud of. Um, another trait, I'm a dreamer. <laughs> I like to visualize and see, like, what the future can be even if it doesn't exist yet I just love the idea of taking something that's just a thought it doesn't exist it's not tangible just yet but then you put in the work you put in the time and then you get something that's real and you can see it and it's there and it exists and you made that you created it I, I just love it All right, so that's the love of challenges, you know, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and being a dreamer and having that the love for uh, this creativity that we have, you know, creating something, the love to create something out of what they used to say, thin air. Great uh, tips or great traits that you've just shared there. And the good news is we can all cultivate and adapt these traits that Sharvanik just shared with us and then apply it in our life in general or in our business uh, building activities. So, those three traits that Sharvanik just shared with us, just let's all learn from and cultivate them. Right, I'd love for you to talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So 
what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Wow. Um, with Shavonik Studios, it was probably more so learning about the animation business. Watching cartoons and animations on TV is definitely not the same as trying to create them. So I learned right away that I need to educate myself. I need to learn the skill. I need to do research and study and watch other shows that are, you know, already being produced so I can learn and take that knowledge and use it in my own work. Obviously, the biggest challenge with that was my husband passing away. Um, since he was in charge of the business, and I was just doing background things at the time, I essentially was thrown into this and had to learn everything as I went along. Um, there were mistakes made along the way, but the challenge is to not let those mistakes stop you. You will make mistakes. It's a learning process. There are things you're going to have to figure out, but those mistakes shouldn't prohibit you from moving forward. If anything, those mistakes that you make should be lessened. You learn to see what happened, what you could do better to fix them, and do it next time, and continue to grow and be better. The challenge that I'm currently facing with Shop Me Beautiful actually is getting more people to learn about the service and then be willing to try it. Um, it's something that's kind of new. It's, it's along the lines of like a, a personal grocery shopper where you go to the grocery store, buy people's groceries and deliver it to them. But to apply that concept with beauty products, it's like what I'm learning is a lot of people aren't sure what to make of it. So the challenge I'm facing is just to let people know about it and to see why this service will be of benefit to them. Wow, those are challenges that you are uh, you've just shared. I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to in uh, in our uh, in our individual businesses, for example. And this the the thing is when we share these uh, challenges that we have, we are able to support each other by learning from how we were dealing it. So thank you for sharing those uh, tips uh, on how you were able to deal with these challenges that you have shared. Because I'm sure a lot of our listeners can learn from it. Now, let's, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? I'll be honest and say I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. <laughs> um, I will say that recently, within the past few months, I think I have developed a system that has been working for me. And 
basically, I would say in the past, it would I would go through extremes. I would be focused only on working, and then not so much time for family. Or after I would finish a big project, it's like the switch would turn off, and then I would just be focusing on family, and then not necessarily working as much. So. It was more like a seesaw. It was never really balanced. But now, I have to say, what I've started to do is I have goals in each area, health, family, career. And in order to keep things balanced and maintained, it's like I'm working on each goal in each category every day and that is so far I'm loving the progress of that setup because I'm not just focused on my career and then not spending as much time with family or forgetting to take care of my health it's really balancing itself out for me because I'm making progress in each category and I still more fulfilled because I'm not just only on one area. So I would have to say, if you set up goals for each category of your life that's important to you, and then I have a schedule that I follow to make sure that I'm working on each one. And not everything, it has to be like a big, huge drastic task it, it could just be a little thing just like calling someone just to telling you know just to tell them hello or for my business it could just be just doing one job for that day and for health it could just be making sure that I exercise on a particular day but what I like is that I'm merging all of the different areas together and I feel like everything is more fulfilled for me now than in the past where it was just one thing at a time. Wow. Well, you sounded like an expert on this work-life balance because you you turn it, you get down to like developing a system that works for you and I think that's the main uh, lesson here the main takeaway here to really find something that works for you and I love that you shared that one you know you have this you have a goal you set a goal in each area of your life that are important to you like your family and your career and your yourself and then each week or each day you do something uh, in, in this category, in each of these categories that moves you forward. And I think that's the beauty of, of this, of finding something or, or um, prioritizing this that are important to you and, you know, make those us, uh, you know, um, an important uh, task for the day, for example. So whatever it is you want to do in terms of your family on that day, making time for them, for example, and then for your business for, or your career, making time for those as well, and then for yourself, taking care of yourself. I think that's the, that's the, the bottom line of fi- finding or creating this balance or this work-life balance that we are all challenged with. Because one of the reasons is that we, you know, time is one of our very limited resource and we feel that, 
24 hours is not enough, but it's really about prioritizing, setting these goals in those areas that are important to you, and then sticking on, on taking action on each of those categories, just what Sharvanik just shared with us. So that was really brilliant, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners can learn from what you're doing. And so for our listeners out there, whatever your situation is at the moment, create something that works for you. You know, create a system, just what Sharvanik just shared with us, or create a schedule. And the main thing is that you are not neglecting all those areas that are important to you. Wow, I love those tips that you've just shared. Before we get to the highlight of our show, let's thank our sponsor. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing. Talking to wonderful women every day here at Today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. All right, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur, and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? My top three. Number one, network. Network, network, network. You have to get out there. You have to meet people. You can have this idea, but it's if it's in a box, you need help. You need knowledge that other people may have. You need connections that other people could, you know, help you with. You have to network to get your name out there, to get your service out there, and so people will know what you're offering. And by networking, I don't mean just contacting someone and asking them what can they do for you. When you properly network, I believe that's when you contact the person and you're asking them, how can you be of help to them? And then they will in turn help you. It should be a giving relationship. It shouldn't only be taken when you're networking. So meet people, reach out, ask for help, see what you can offer. Be Second tip I have is to have goals. Have goals, have them written down. They need to be specific, they need to be focused, and they need a deadline. If you don't have a deadline, it's not a goal, it's just a dream. You need these elements to make it so that it becomes reality and you're actually focused and targeted and working on accomplishing whatever goal it is that you have written down. And the third tip I have is no matter what business you decide to go into, offer excellent service. That is essential because people remember that and you're giving of yourself and people appreciate that and they'll remember it. And so often, like, if, if you're off, an equivalent 
service to someone else, if you make someone feel happy or special, then the client will more than likely select your service over the other person. So always offer excellent service and make everyone you work with feel special and happy. Wow, great takeaways with what you just shared. You know, let me just summarize them again. So the first one is to network. And it's really important to remember to ask to network with other people, to reach out, but at the same time, also offer what you can do for them. You know, how ask how you can help, how can you be of help to them. And then the second one is to set goals, have goals, write them down, and then have a deadline. I'm a really big proponent of setting a deadline as well, because you are right, a goal without a deadline is not a goal, it's a dream. So we really have to set a deadline with whatever goal that we want to achieve. And also because that would help us to, to see for so, okay, I have a deadline. I will take action in it because I know it has to happen on this date. So I love that you've shared that one. And the third one is to offer excellent service. Yes, this, I believe, is the foundation of what we should be doing out there, what we should be putting out there. It should be something that you are so proud of, something, a world-class quality, something that is so excellent that even yourself, um, you know, are so proud of and your customers and your clients are so proud of. So those three tips that Sharvonique just shared with us, let's all learn from them and apply them in our business. So thank you for sharing those. Now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with? One service or tool that I use, um, especially with my animation and T-Mode, is called Basecamp. It's a um, production software. It's a project service. It lets you organize the different projects you have to do. You can communicate with other people on your team or other individuals. It has a calendar. It has to do tasks. It just makes everything so easy to plan and organize and to actually see the project you're working on getting done. Yes. Um, I'm going to cheat and add in a second. Um, tool, and I would actually say Facebook. Um, I've had Facebook for a while for Timo, but I never really started utilizing it until the past few months. And I have seen like just a major difference. It really allows you to interact with your clients or your fans and to develop a more personal relationship um, with your service. Yeah, so Basecamp and Facebook. And yes, we should leverage social media to grow our business because it's there that we can tap into. The technology nowadays is really like zero, uh, almost zero um, barrier to success because we have technology that we can tap into. So thanks for sharing that. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Um, well, for animation, uh, one resource is awn.com, Animation World Network. For our listeners who are animation artists, for example, that's a great resource that uh, Shervanik just shared. That's the awn.com. So I'm going to have that on our uh, show notes as well so that uh, our listeners can uh, 
can check that one out. All right, Sharvanik, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and what's the best way that they can connect with you and then we'll end from there. Okay, with um, Sharvanik Studio, the benefit would be unique, <laughs> a quirky approach to animation in terms of my design style and how I think about story and if you have an animation idea that you're actually trying to pitch to networks and studios I actually help develop um, pitch documents um, you can find me at charvanique.com and my email would be charvanique at charvanique.com for Timo the unique service with that is that you're getting a smaller fun-sized convention experience if you're into anime, video games, Japanese culture. Um, the website is tmode.org and you can reach me at renee at tmode.org. For Shop Me Beautiful, the benefit is that I will help you get the beauty item that you want um, without any hassle and it will all be very convenient. And you can find me there at my Facebook page at facebook.com, shopmebeautiful. And my email is shopmebeautiful at gmail.com. All right. So that's sharvanique.com, tmode.org. And for her Shop Me Beautiful, go to facebook.com forward slash shopmebeautiful or just search on the search bar. And uh, by the way, for our listeners out there, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Sharvanique Renee Fortune or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. But again, those links are sharvanique.com or her email sharvanique at sharvanique.com timo.org and for her shut me beautiful you can email her at shut me beautiful at gmail.com i highly recommend our listeners especially if you are into the animation industry to check on her um sharvanique.com websites and her tmode.org and for our women listener women out there women listeners including me uh, I'm excited to be checking on your Shop Me Beautiful uh, site on the, on Facebook. I think we can all learn and uh, uh, use the service that you are putting out there. So thank you for sharing those. All right, Shervonik, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. I really, truly appreciate being here. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two, click the rate and review button. Step number three, say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, 
type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW Fan of the Day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.